following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the huge show across Michigan. NBA fans, I know you are pumped up. The wait is over. Pro basketball is back. And the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is celebrating with an unbeatable offer. New customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for throwing down $5 on the NBA. Win or lose, it doesn't matter. You'll start the season with an instant W. It is a Moneyline Monday, presented by DraftKings on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. We're heard weekdays at 3 on 19 radio stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Also on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. You can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. And our free stream is there weekdays at 3 at thehugeshow.net. A lot of conversation about the illegal scouting I think sign stealing. I, I love what Tim Stout from Stout on Sports and Lansing said about 30 minutes ago. It's not sign stealing. Everybody does it. It's illegal scouting allegations. And we're still seeing no evidence. Reporters will claim the evidence has been presented to the public. Show me something. Not what your sources are saying. And I went off on Pat Forty from Sports Illustrated, a columnist, that a Big Ten school told him that Michigan ball boys were eavesdropping on plays and sending signals back to the Michigan sidelines. Oh, my God. All these unidentified Big Ten schools, right? Is it just Ohio State? Who, who else would go that low besides day at Ohio State? Michigan State has too many issues going on right now to go that low. Franklin... Franklin and Day would be the two guys. Why? Because who's keeping them from Big Ten title games the last two years? Hello. Michigan. Now, tomorrow I will say, with the first college football playoff rankings released, that if you look at Michigan and Georgia, okay, and you look at Ohio State and Washington and Florida State, and you look at those teams, and you look for quality wins, or you use what the college football playoff committee has talked about, the eyeball test. The eyeball test would tell you that Georgia and Michigan are two of the four best teams in the country. The eyeball test would tell you that because they're complete, both sides, special teams. Ohio State has been gritty. You know, I haven't seen a Buckeye team like this in over a decade that's gritty. They, got, they took care of work against ND. They took care of work 
on the road at Wisconsin this past weekend. They took care of work at home against Penn State. So they have some quality wins. You know, at ND, I won't say Wisconsin, but at ND and Penn State at home. Florida State has the LSU victory, right? They won at Clemson, but that doesn't look as good anymore because anybody and everybody are beating Dabo, Swinney, and Clemson. So Georgia and Michigan's biggest win so far this year is who? Mm. That's a legitimate question. Now, again, they hold their spot in the Final Four in college football in the playoff because they do have at Penn State and at Ohio State, even though Maryland doesn't look as tough as it did a month ago, Terrapins have just quit on Loxley, their coach. But for the sake of the first poll, it is interesting if Michigan, even though they're ranked two, without a quality victory in Georgia's quality win is what? Is it Florida yesterday? Or I mean Saturday? I keep thinking it's Sunday. It's Monday. Yeah, so it'll be interesting in that and Washington beat Oregon. So we'll, we'll see what the committee does. And also, does any of this uh, illegal scouting allegations hurt Michigan? Hasn't hurt him in any of the rankings. But I know the college football playoff committee likes to do the eyeball test. They talk about this all the time, that it's not just analytics or strength of schedule. Eyeball tests would tell you Georgia and Michigan are two of the top four teams in the country. We'll talk about tonight's matchup with the Raiders, National Football League, another week ready to close out. Big story yesterday was Kirk Cousins blowing out his Achilles at Lambeau. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, National NFL columnist, is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. Welcome back, my friend. Hey, what's going on? Boy, uh, Vikings were playing as good as anybody in the NFL, and then they lose Cousins for the season. Wow. Yeah, there's just nothing he could do. I mean, you know, people go throw out names of Carson Wentz or Matt Ryan or whoever it's going to be. Nobody available at the beginning of November is really helping you that much. And, I mean, for you guys, I mean, the division I thought was over already. Now it's really over. I mean, this might be, I mean, the Lions clinching shortly after Thanksgiving type of deal. I, ooh, the Packers stink. The Bears stink. And the Vikings are without Kirk Cousins the rest of the way with a fifth round rookie basically is their only option at quarterback. I mean, boy, yeah, this is this NFC North race is going to be over very, very quickly. So I would assume with the trade deadline tomorrow in the NFL, and I'll get your thoughts on should the Lions do anything? Will they do anything? I, I would think, you know, with the way Will Levis played, is a Tannehill available there for a trade? Do the Vikings again? I don't have the, all the cap list here, but. Could they make a deal for a veteran like that, even though he has not looked good at all for the Titans this year? Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, it's it's going to come down to what do the Vikings really want to give up for a stopgap guy? It's hard for a quarterback to join a team in November. I mean, you got to learn an entire system playbook. You're already not playing well. He's hurt. Like, I mean, there's so many complicating things that if I'm the Vikings, I'm not giving up a valuable pick. And I don't know if the Titans are just, like, giving him away either. So... I think there's a, there's a lot of layers there, and it's just complicated with the salary and stuff. How much did the Titans pick up? Uh, so 
I don't, I don't, I really truly don't think Tannehill's moving anywhere. Maybe. It does make sense. It's just there's so many moving parts there that I don't think it'll happen. I, I, but I think the Titans, and the Titans, you know, winning yesterday, it's weird how teams who would have sold had they lost yesterday are going to not sell because they won. Well, what's really the difference between three and four and two and five? Like, yeah, I mean, you're probably not going anywhere anyway. So that's strange too, but I I really don't think the Titans are going to do much here at the trade deadline as much as we thought they might. And I just, there's too many complicating factors with Tannehill because Let's say the Vikings say, look, your quarterback's hurt. He's got two touchdown passes all year. It's going to be hard for him to learn the system. We only got two months left in the season. We're going to give you a seventh-round pick. At that point, what's it worth it to the Titans? They might as well just hold on to the Daniel at that point. So it's going to be very interesting, but I don't think anything's going to happen. Because what was interesting, you just mentioned the teams that some thought were going to lose one yesterday, Broncos, Washington, right, Titans. Uh, They they all were uh, big uh, underdogs, and all three came in with victories. So now you you look at Kansas City losing. You look at the West and the AOC, uh, the NFC East. I'm not saying Washington has a chance. And uh, the same thing with the Titans. I I, I don't think NFL teams like baseball uh, really is the the pull-the-ripcord sport when it comes to a trade deadline. I don't think they can do it with fan bases wanting them to come out the rest of the year. Yeah, it, it is a lot tougher in football. I mean, you, you look at uh, a team like the Broncos. I, I mean, look, they got a third win yesterday, two in a row. You just beat the Chiefs. You don't feel like you're out of it. Like, you never feel like you're out of it in the NFL. So I think that that's a, a factor, too. And also, it's just, you know, I mean, uh, like, let's say the, the Broncos. I think one of the most valuable assets the Broncos have right now is Garrett Bowles, their left tackle, right? Because nobody has a lot of line play, et cetera, et cetera. Well, you just got Terry quarterback to the Wolves the rest of the year by not having a left tackle. It's not going to be easier to replace him next year either. So stuff like that goes through team lines. And I think they overthink it sometimes. I think they don't want to look like they're raising a white flag. Well, sometimes it's okay. Like sometimes fans understand. It's, but it never really has been a big trading sport. It's been, you know, I mean, there have been more in-season trades lately, but it's still pretty rare. I, I, I don't think we're going to see a lot of action because, kind of like you alluded to, who's out of it in the NFL? There's no undefeated teams. There's only one team with one loss. I mean, everybody can kind of, unless you're like the Panthers or something, everybody can kind of talk themselves into, hey, we we win two or three in a row. We're right in this thing. I mean, even look at the Vikings. The Vikings are a very interesting case. We just talked about the Vikings buying, right? Like, you know, what if they get Tannehill? What about the Vikings selling? What if the Vikings just say, Chris lost our quarterback. What are we saving, holding on to these guys for? But that's not how NFL teams think. They think we just, we, we just broke off a few wins in a row. We're right back in this thing. We don't want to give up now. So, yeah, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of action uh, over the next 24 hours. That's why with the Chiefs losing yesterday, the Broncos winning, Frank, and you look at this game tonight in Michigan in downtown Detroit, uh, the Raiders are sitting there at 3-4. and four. This is a big game for Las Vegas, a huge game for the Lions after they laid that egg at Baltimore. Should be interesting how this unfolds. Absolutely, and I, I think going into it, the Lions are going to be refocused, uh, frustrated, angry, embarrassed by the way they played. 38-6 is, is a bad way to go in the NFL. But that really hasn't come to pass. I mean, I thought the same way about the 49ers the last couple of weeks, that, hey, you know, they're, they're not going to let, you know, two in a row, three in a row, and it's happened. So 
it's the NFL. Anything can happen. I just don't think the Raiders are any good. I just think they're a bad, bad football team. It's really poorly coached. So I, I, I really do assume the Lions come out tonight, handle business, win by double digits, all that kind of stuff. But if anything, in this past few weeks in the NFL, it's just shown that we don't know anything. I, I mean, uh, every week I seem to th- I, I like to think that I figured things out by watching the games, studying, rewatching them, and all this kind of stuff. And then Sunday is just totally different than anything we've seen in the previous weeks. It's just it changes week to week to week. And but you're right. I think this is it's a big game for the, the Raiders to feel like their season's still alive and all that kind of stuff. But it's a, I think it's a bigger game for the Lions just to say don't have these doubts creep in your head. And it's unfortunate. It's unfair to the Lions that we have these doubts. Like I at least nationally, I don't know about there. But I'm going to speak for I shouldn't, but I'll speak for the other 49 states basically. And that. We all have doubts about the Lions because they're the Lions. They haven't won a division title in 30 years. They haven't won, they've only won one playoff game since 1957. All those stats you guys know very, very well. I think that that keeps us from just buying into the Lions as a Super Bowl contender. And so they lose a game like they did to the Ravens, and we're all sitting here saying, uh oh, there's the Lions. So I think just for them to come out and get a win tonight against the, a bad Raiders team at home, do it convincingly, would kind of put to rest these uh, these thoughts of, hey, are the Lions just going to fade away on us at some point this season? I, that's why I call it the most important game of the season. It's not hyperbole or because it's Monday Night Football and I do a statewide sports radio show. I just think this is such a big game, especially with Cousins going down. You win that game, you're sitting there. I think they're going to go with Hall because he knows the system. And they're going to think maybe we get a second coming of Purdy and the Vikings still could stay in at least maybe a wild card playoff race. One note about the Niners, though, I do agree with you, but also you see how important Debo Samuel is to their offense in that team. And not having him, they become very average. I, I agree, and it's crazy to me. I, but that doesn't explain the defense being terrible the last two weeks. I do not know what happen, has happened to the San Francisco 49ers. We sat here three weeks ago after they destroyed a good Cowboys team, and we said this team isn't just the best team this year. This might be the best team in 10 years. Like This is an absolute juggernaut. And since then, they've lost a P.J. Walker. They got torched by Kirk Cousins, and they got absolutely – Joe Burrow went 28-32 to 32 yesterday. And like you said, the offense has kind of disappeared without Debo Samuel. And I, I, I can't remember the last time everybody felt so confident about a team, and then three weeks later it's like uh, they're not even in first place anymore. I don't know what has happened to the 49ers. It is very hard to, to really parse that out. I agree, Debo, a huge injury, huge loss for them, but it doesn't explain everything. It's – uh, this whole team is falling apart, and just suddenly. It was just without warning. It's just we are just not going to be a good team for the next three weeks. I I don't even know what to make of it. And one note on the NFC and why tonight is so important for the Lions because it put them right there uh, with the Seahawks in terms of losses at two, that the Eagles have hung on, and they still got the playmakers led by Hurts and Brown and Devontae. But, you know, they're they're lucky. If you look at the game they lost at the Jets – uh, and you start to do the math, and even they pulled away late against Miami and Washington yesterday, that doesn't look like a juggernaut. If you can get them on the road, if there's some way the Lions could get San Francisco or Philly to have to come to Detroit for the NFC Championship game, that is their only path to the Super Bowl in my mind. 
I agree too. And but the NFC is looking a lot more vulnerable, and all of a sudden the Lions can start thinking about number one seeds and whatnot. And that's why it comes back to you talking about how big of a game this is tonight. That, that's another reason. If you want to have any dreams of being the number one seed in the NFC, which is a huge edge because only one team gets that advantage, you're two home games away from the Super Bowl. You cannot lose games like against the Raiders. You lose the Ravens, I get it. You lose it overtime to the Seahawks, whatever. Seahawks are a better team than anybody wants to give them credit for. You cannot lose to the Las Vegas Raiders at home. Period. End of story. Like That is a non-negotiable thing. So I think that that for the Lions to really get on the kind of roll where they can have dreams of the number one seed, look at I just talked about how bad the NFC North might be. The Lions might run the table in the NFC North this year. Their schedule is not that hard. They don't have to play the Cowboys twice like the Eagles do. The 49ers and Seahawks got to play each other twice still. Lions don't have that. They should. They could win until they play against. I think it's Dallas on December 31st is the first game where you look at their schedule. You go that one. They probably lose. Every game before that is one you say, yeah, well, I just win that game. But to do that, you can't lose games like tonight against the Raiders, or you're not going to get on that roll. I still look at three games. Uh, well, tonight is important because the bounce back after what they did on the road at Baltimore. But, you know, coming off the bye, being well-rested, a lot of guys possibly returning or more than likely returning. Chargers uh, played well last night. They've been inconsistent, uh, hammered the Bears uh, at New Orleans and at the Cowboys, I kind of that's that's the path to home field advantage. Somehow, do you do you not run the table, but you're fourteen and three? You have one. You have room for one loss, maybe two losses because the tiebreaker. Then you don't play the Niners, you don't play the Eagles. I I I just think that it starts tonight. They get the bye. They get a chance to rest up. They fly out west play the Chargers, uh, and then you're looking at a schedule where finding three losses in the second half is tough, uh, second half plus one, outside of at New Orleans, who, again, up and down, Chargers, up and down, and Cowboys. Even, you know, you can say, look how they looked against the Niners. Then you watch them against the Rams yesterday, especially in the first half, Frank, and you're thinking they can win the Super Bowl. (laughs) That's the NFL in 2023, you're right. And even a team like the Saints. The Saints, what was it, 11 days ago, lost their home to Jacksonville. Like, I mean, they're, they're not unbeatable. Like, I mean, Lions could go beat them. Why not? Like, And I, I think that this is just one of those weird years. Uh, and the Eagles are the only one-loss team. So you're, you, I don't think the Eagles are going to lose that many games. I don't. And maybe they lose one to the Cowboys or something like that. So when you're talking about what's going to take the what's going to take to get the number one seed in the NFC, I, I think it might be 14 wins. It really might, I, depending on tiebreakers break out and all that. I, if you're the Lions and you're set a goal, hey, we want to be the number one seed, how many games do we have to win? I think you got to set it to 14. If you win 13, you got a shot. But if you win 14, you got to feel pretty good about it. And you just see how the, the tiebreaker shake out with the Eagles at that point. But, yeah, it's it's going to take the, the Lions winning pretty much every game they need to win. They can't lose one. You know, they lost at Carolina late last year when they kind of just had that dead spot in their, their winning streak. Can't have games like that if you really want to get to where you want to go. We'll see the Lions can do that. I don't know. I mean, they're a really, really good team. They're fun. I think last week exposed some flaws uh, that they're just not quite at that elite level yet. But, look, the Titans weren't elite two, three years ago when they got the number one seed. They were just a, a good team that had a great schedule and they won a lot of close games. Same kind of thing can happen to the Lions and whoever gets that number one seed, again, it's a huge, huge advantage once you get to the playoffs. By the way, uh, a quick 
check on the Eagles' schedule. How about this? After beating Washington yesterday, 38-31, they get the Cowboys on Sunday, bye week, at the Chiefs, home against Buffalo, home against the Niners, at the Cowboys, at Seattle. That's Philly's schedule coming up. That's just a ridiculous gauntlet, a ridiculous gauntlet. I mean, you hope if you're – what is that, six games? You hope if you're Philly – I mean – you take four and two for sure, and and you probably even three and three is not that bad when it comes down with it. That's a tough, tough schedule they got coming up. So there's some losses coming up for the Eagles. There's no doubt about that. They're not going sixteen one or anything like that. There are some losses coming up. So it definitely look lines are not really in a bad spot when it comes to playoff positioning and all that. When it when when you look at this Niners losing streak, it was it was honestly a pretty big deal for the Lions in a roundabout way. And and you think about what you said that thirteen and four, fourteen and three number, uh, and Lions are already at two losses. That's why you need the win tonight. You can't drop to three through eight games. But yeah, thirteen and four will be the low side. Fourteen and three, I think, would guarantee you yeah. home field advantage in the NFC. I agree. I, I think fourteen gets you there. Thirteen, you, you just gotta. You hope you, you know with the tiebreakers and whatnot. But I think I do think fourteen would get you the number one seed, and and that just means, like you said, there are two losses in the bag. That means you really can only lose one the rest of the way, and that's tough in the NFL. The NFL is tough every single week, and but the line schedule, you know, I mean, lays out to the point where they could go on that kind of run. You just you can't lose game, and to their credit, they have not lost a game yet. They shouldn't have lost, or, you know, should have won. Whatever you want to say. It, Again, at the Ravens, against the Seahawks, that's totally reasonable. You can't lose games you should win, though, if you want to get to that 13-14 win type level. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, National NFL columnist, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest. I'm Frank. Enjoy the Monday night matchup with the Raiders and the Lions. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Frank Schwab checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest. You want to answer our Mercantile Bank huge question of the day. What's your prediction on the final score tonight? I say Lions 34, Raiders 14. You can join us at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top flight! DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, H-U-G-E, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. After a long Sunday, the Lions will finally be playing football. It's tonight against the Las Vegas Raiders, and downtown will be buzzing as the Lions are hosting an open tailgate event prior to the game at Grand Circus Park with music, Lions alumni available for photo ops, and beverages on the ready before Ford Field opens up eight stores for the game. The Lions are 1923-1 all-time on Mondays dating back to 1934. Tonight, however, some serious questions regarding the lineup are on the horizon. Running back David Montgomery and left guard Jonah Jackson are both out. Center Frank Ragnow has been downgraded to doubtful. Halapulavati Vitae, Benito Jones, Malcolm Rodriguez, Josh Pascal, and new to the injury lineup, Amon Ross Brown, all listed as questionable. Another makeshift lineup for a team plagued by the injury bug tonight at 815 on ESPN and ABC. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. 
save more, scare more when you shop Halloween at Meyer. Shop quality deals like buy two select Halloween snack, single, or king size candy. Get one free. Get two for $10 on select DiGiorno frozen pizzas when you shop with Emperks. And for last minute shoppers, take 30% off Halloween indoor decor and 30% off adult and youth Halloween costumes. Find all you need for Halloween in one stop at Meyer. Exclusion Supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for Michigan's number one med spa, Urban U. They have locations in the Grand Rapids metro area and also on the east side of the state in Northville. And guys, you need to think about what I just did. I got a hydrofacial. So I watched my pores cleansed in less than 30 minutes. And when they showed me the dirt and grime they took off my face, it was shocking. Urban U can help your skin health. Go to TheUrbanU.com to find out more. That's TheUrbanU.com. Imagine this. A day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours. At the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan. Huge Monday with the Lions and the Raiders tonight in downtown Detroit. Lions need the W. Cousins is out for the season with the Vikings. The NFC North is there for the taking. Niners are struggling. Can they get to 13-4? and four? I still think that might be a number that wins you. The NFC North, and if they get to the bye week with nine remaining, six and two, they're on pace. Everything King, Marcus Thomas Sr. is standing by, Lions Insider, Lions Nation Unite as well. He joins us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my man? Hey, I'm doing well. How about yourself? Doing good, buddy. Uh, what, what, when you woke up this morning, you started thinking, man, it's Monday. We got the matchup tonight in Detroit with the Raiders and the Lions. What's the most important thing for the Lions to get done that will lead them to a W and they'll take care of business? I uh, just got to make sure that we control the, the, you know, the run game of the, of the Raiders. Um, like I said, I'm not really worried about Garoppolo at all. Um, I think he'll throw us a couple of bones today. Um, yeah, this the win the trenches battle. That's it. You know, obviously we got a nightmare on the other side of Max Crosby. So, uh, we definitely have to be careful with that, but protect Jared Goff. Um, make sure we stop the run, and, and we'll be fine. Everything else will take care of itself. My biggest concern is just the injuries, and that uh, you know Dan Miller was on with us. They may have you know three new guys in that old line. You still don't get Montgomery back. Gibbs is going to need to get a lot of the work, and it's a perfect night for JMO to stretch the field and just make the Raiders' defense back off. 
if he could have his splash and get, you know, five catches for 98 yards and at least one TD, that would be so big for golf and the Lions offense tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I actually had put something out on Twitter where, um, you know, I, I kind of dug a little bit, but I said I, I expect um, I expect J-Mo to have a big night tonight. I, I got him for two touchdowns tonight, actually. Good. He needs yeah. it. I, I, he does. What, what, what's going on with him? Is it just lack of reps? Yeah, lack of reps, man. You know, like I said, didn't uh, the situation in college, not being able to play and then coming to the league and having to sit out as well. Just haven't had enough reps, man. He's a rookie. He's an you know, he's a rookie in my mind. Uh, he, he's entitled to, you know, put in the work and, and get himself uh, prepared, better prepared, better route running, better connection with Jared Goff. That's what we, we're looking for um, in this season with, with J-Mo. Like, we just have to be patient. We we are so impatient in the city. <laughs> I swear we are uh, and in the state of Michigan. So we, we have to give this guy his just due and allow him to get reps. We're doing it for Jameer Gibbs. Um, you know, he's not dropping passes, but – at the same time, he's not, uh, you know, as productive as a lot of fans would like being drafted where he was, which is, you know, I really am not a fan of draft position uh, talks because it's kind of unfair to these young guys. Uh, he has a, a lot of a lot on his plate, uh, J-Mo does, uh, because of the expectations alone. So, like I said, I, I hope he just, you know, he, he gets on the same page with Jared Goff and uh, eventually get better. Uh, being able to use his, uh, the correct techniques to catch the football more consistently. I agree, man. People saying that, you know, he can't catch anymore. I'm thinking, did, did you watch him in college? Did you watch him at Alabama? I mean, he's a stretch guy. And yeah, he had uh, the ball and junk time that he should have caught. But just give him more reps. I, I'm with you. I think he's going to have a big night tonight. He'll feed off uh, the massive crowd. I saw the photo of him at the Pistons game. Uh, he's a good representative of Detroit. He'll be fine. Who's a sleeper lion tonight that could have a big game that a lot of people aren't talking about right now that you have your eye on, Marcus? Who's that guy? Uh, Sam Laporta is my guy. Um, I think Sam Laporta, you know, it's been a, a rough couple of weeks for Sam Laporta. They, uh, these teams that we've been facing, they've had some pretty good linebacker coverage on them. Um, I think tonight Sam Laporta is going to reestablish himself as one of our biggest threats on this offense. I think he's going to have a huge night. Let's be honest about the Lions offense. And uh, by the way, everything, King Marcus Thomas Sr. joining us from Lions Nations Unite uh, YouTube. Hey, Tampa's defense and Baltimore's defense, linebackers as good as anywhere in the league and defensive units that are solid. And the Raiders' defense, I know they got Crosby, but they're not in that same category. That's why I'm expecting a big night from the Lions offense. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Especially for Gibbs. I think this is definitely going to be a master class for him. Um, if they can find him, you know, out of that backfield, um, if we can open up at least something in the front, like I said, we got injuries. So I prefer us to, to, you know, target him out of the backfield, man, for a couple of passes and let him get loose in that open field. And, uh, you know, we saw a little glimpse of it at the, the, the you know second half of the last game. So um, I, I just want to see him implement it a little bit more into that offense and uh, let him get loose. Let him use that speed, man. He can run away from anybody. So uh, hopefully uh, that's in the game plan for Ben Johnson tonight. But it's something that I'm looking forward to watch. Well, you just mentioned where I was going to close out our conversation, Marcus, that I'm looking at utilizing your speed, and that's J-Mo, and that's Gibbs tonight. And I think – that's a difference in the game. Absolutely. Absolutely. Marcus Thomas, 
uh, Senior Everything King, YouTube, Lions Nations, Unite. Uh, my man, thank you so much. Stay out of trouble. Enjoy the game tonight. Oh, yeah, same as well. Thank yep, you. Back at you, Marcus Thomas Senior, checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. If you want to make your huge prediction, I'm going Lions 34, Raiders 14. You can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opted on the HUGE text chain, text word HUGE to 21,000. If you're listening on 96.1 The Game in Grand Rapids, our flagship station, you can join me for a huge watch party with John Mulhog, Bill Giroux, and the crew at the Dirty Shame Bar and Grill, a five-star dive bar. It's awesome. In Ada, just east of Grand Rapids, ton of TVs, great food, your favorite beverages. I know I think they're out of Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft, that or blue raspberry lemonade and vodka drink just going crazy all across the state. If you're in Ford Field tonight, you'll be able to uh, pick it up. Hopefully they may have some uh, at the Dirty Shame Bar and Grill, but I'll be there around 8 o'clock. 8.15 is the kick. So join me. If you're not doing anything, it's a Monday night. Come on, what is it, like 35 degrees outside. Feels like winter. I don't want winter yet. All right? Dirty Shame tonight and... Johnny Mohawk is really proud, Superfly. They got that carnar or carnivore carnivore chili. It's all meat. It won the Lowell Chili Cook-Off, which is kind of like one in the Paris French is that Foie Vehul. So, John, they won first place. It's on the menu. And Mohawk said, can you mention that we won the Lowell Chili Cook-Off that had chili from all around the world? And they beat out the Pakistan paprika chili to win the title. John was proud of waving, chanting USA, USA with his carnivore chili. All meat, no beans. It's fantastic. It's at the dirty shame uh, tonight. And I'll be there right around 8 o'clock, so join me. I do have a message from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, so game day action is the best. You got the Lions and the Raiders tonight. So if you want to get in on the action and you're a new customer, just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use code HUGE when you sign up, and bet 5 bucks in either the Raiders or the Lions tonight, and you'll get $200 instantly in bonus bets. That's code HUGE uh, when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And get in on that game night greatness. Download that app now. Use code HUGE. That's a DraftKings Sportsbook app. And like I said, new customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet just five on either the Lions or the Raiders tonight. That's code HUGE. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. An official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, Call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Getting a ton of huge predictions on the text chain on the game tonight. Also, on the DMs, I'll go through some of those 
You can make your prediction final segment with the audience. Your thoughts on the game tonight, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. How would you like to win $1,500 in cash from Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Carter Dorn Mayhew Firm? All I have to do is beat my pro football picks and you could be the winner. Get your picks in until early Sunday morning at thehugeshow.net. Ladies, let's go see some men. The show, Friday, November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino. Come meet the men of your wicked dreams for an affordable night of laughs. And maybe some mischief. Oh, my. The boys are back in town. Tickets for 18 plus, just $25. On sale now. At the box office and etix.com. Sexy costumes. Hot dance moves. Your sensational night of fun returns. Hunks, the show. November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Oh, my. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Save more, scare more when you shop Halloween at Meyer. Shop quality deals like buy two select Halloween snack, single, or king size candy. Get one free. Get two for $10 on select DiGiorno frozen pizzas when you shop with Emperks. And for last minute shoppers, take 30% off Halloween indoor decor and 30% off adult and youth Halloween costumes. Find all you need for Halloween in one stop at Meyer. Exclusion Supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Cheer for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan, something we do each and every afternoon at 3 o'clock. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire and the Draft Wire in studio tomorrow, 4 until 6 p.m., breaking down tonight's Raiders-Lions Monday night matchup. Let's go get his thoughts on where everything is at over the weekend. Jim Harbaugh speaking to the media today, regular press conference, getting ready for Purdue on Saturday night, Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com is standing by the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, the story, you know, there was that little quiet spell a little bit 
early in the weekend, and then here comes, oh, my God, emergency meeting. This is the end of Harbaugh rescinding uh, the contract. Oh, my God, ball boys are uh, stealing uh, plays from opposing sidelines, Michigan ball boys. Uh, fact from fiction uh, is tough to navigate right now. Yeah, you know, uh, latest rumor, uh, the hot dog vendor. You know, if they give you mustard, that's a pass play coming. If they give you ketchup, <laughs> that's uh, tipping towards the run. That's uh, sources close to Wolverine.com telling us that. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, it's been a lot of uh, – not a whole lot of new news uh, coming in recent days. Uh, a lot of it right now is just kind of restating things, like when there's a story that comes out about – Oh well, uh, Connor Stallions bought tickets to X game. Yeah, we know what this like. We know what he's accused of. We know what the the person of interest in the investigation is. We know that you know we've known since this stuff sort of came to light that it seemed like that Harbaugh's contract was going to be paused, and then you know the word rescinded came out on Sunday, and I think that's you know certainly an opinion here, but I think that's overstating it. Um, so really, I think the developments we've seen since. You know, the middle of last week have mostly just been things to keep this story in the news cycle. I'm not saying there's a, an effort to get it out of the news cycle, but there's not a whole lot known that are new things that are known at the moment. So um, right now, it's it's just a matter of this investigation being opened up, finding out what's next, finding out, you know, there's the claims now that a third party was, it's not, I mean, the, the Washington Post are part of the third party. Uh, actually turned in findings to the NCAA. And I think a big part of whatever the next act of this story is, is going to revolve around, you know, what the, the genesis and origin of that is. Not that it means it exonerates Michigan from anything, but uh, I think that's probably the next layer of this rotten onion to peel back. And Pete Thamel hasn't made too many good points, but uh, in a TV interview today on 3.com, I saw the story that he said because of three ongoing investigations. So if you step back for a moment and you think about where Michigan football is at, we know on the field, number two in the country, first college football playoff rankings uh, tomorrow, uh, on their uh, way, uh, charting their own course, holding everything they want to do in front of them. Uh, but there are there is still the investigation about his first suspension and the cheeseburger and the NCAA violations. There's the Matt Weiss investigation that last week we found out included the FBI com- possible computer crimes, and you have uh, these allegations. So that that that's a lot going on. No matter who you root for off the field for Michigan football, or at least people connected to Michigan football and formerly connected to Michigan football. Yeah, a lot of plate spinning at the moment. Um, you know, I would say that certainly when it comes to a potential Jim Harbaugh suspension, I think the recruiting stuff, the burger stuff, the what's going on now, I think those there's a pretty good chance that's all lumped in the same pile when it comes to what potential action you know from the NCAA is. Um, the Matt White stuff, which we were told all the way back in whatever it was January or February where it broke. It's not related to to any of this, or any on field thing. It's, it's a personal matter and, and something that you know, I know the FBI is involved, but it, it really seems like it has nothing to do with what is going on right now at Michigan. And I despite agree. what you know, Ohio State message boards will say, and you know that's all bluster and, and BS anyway. So, um, yeah, I mean, certainly uh, 
a lack of transparency at times from the Michigan side of things kind of lends itself to speculation. But yeah, for sure. I mean, it has been a busy, it's been a busy year and really a busy couple of years in the news cycle for, I think a lot of, uh, I don't know if self-inflicted wounds is the way to put it, but just a lot of controllables that I think are, are, you know, a lot of things that need to be dealt with, but um yeah, I, I certainly don't get the sense it's much of a, you know, we talked to Roman Wilson earlier today and he said something along the lines of, listen, it seems like there's been something in the story about us perpetually since I've been here. He got here just before the COVID season. So uh, again, um, doesn't take away from like the seriousness of what Michigan's accused of, or certainly what Matt Weiss might be going through with the FBI. But um, it's just, yeah, you prefer to not have those storylines lingering over your program, but I don't get the sense it's really affecting, you know, the players or, you know, anyone inside the building other than maybe extended work hours for, for people who have to talk to the NCA and, and, you know, answer for what's going on. Anthony Broom, you can follow this story and more at the Wolverine.com. Anthony, appreciate the update. Of course. Thank you guys. Yeah, I always respect your huge opinions. Yeah. Uh, I mean, fact and fiction. It's Twitter. Deal with it. 24-7, everything you need is at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.